Welcome back to Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan. Who's up for fresh fruits and vegetables, picked at their peak and laid out in colorful greens, purples, oranges, reds, and yellows at your local farmer's market? Sounds good, right? There's an organization in Austin that's dedicated to connecting people with all that fresh, local, and very colorful food, and they're called the Sustainable Food Center. What do they do? They started and continue to run several farmers markets in Austin, but that's not all. Join me now for a conversation with Andrew Smiley, who coordinates a program called Farm Direct. Andrew Smiley is Deputy Director of Sustainable Food Center in Austin, Texas. Specifically, Andrew oversees SFC's Farm Direct program. Uh, Andrew, I'd like to welcome you to Mothering Earth, where we love to talk about anything having to do with sustainable living. Um, And it seems like there are many ways in which the programs that you work in contribute to sustainability. Um, And one of the things I saw on your website is about connecting food to people, sources of food, really, uh, which contributes to a more sustainable world in several ways. So uh, I'd like to start off with you giving us just a little bit of background about yourself and then about the programs that you do here. Yeah, definitely. So, well, first of all, thank you for uh, thank you for having us all uh, on the program and, you know, love the opportunity to talk about the farm direct programming work that we do and and some of the uh, some of the mission focus that drives that work. Uh, I got involved in this work about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago in South Louisiana, uh, intentionally because of the environmental impact that I saw uh, uh, with small farms and and family farms, and especially with organic farms. uh, You know, I think that farmers are the the original environmentalists. and uh, and so it was uh, it was that perspective that got me into this work from the very beginning. I also noticed that not only is small family farming and sustainable agriculture not only does that have an environmental impact, but it also does have uh, a, a cultural impact in terms of preserving our traditions and giving folks a connection point with their food that they can really relate to. And uh, and beyond that, there's uh, there's an economic contribution that the farms make to a local economy and that local individuals make to help keep the farms running. So there's a there's the economic sustainability, the cultural sustainability, uh, as well as the the environmental aspects of it. Tell me about how long Farm Direct has been in existence and um, and and why it came into existence. What was the need? All of SFC's programs are really based on uh, interest and need and, and capacity in the community. So from the very early stages of Sustainable Food Center's organizational planning, uh, we recognized interest from folks in the community in buying food from local farmers. Uh, initially, uh, we recognized that interest from uh, WIC recipients, moms uh, who get WIC benefits, who also got farmer's market benefits that, and who wanted to spend them at farm markets. Can we talk about what is WIC? Yeah, so WIC is the Women and Infant Children Program. It's a, new, it's a federal nutrition program that provides uh, nutrition benefits to families. Uh, those families also receive an additional farmer's market nutrition program benefit. And at the time, back in the mid-90s, 
there was not really a good place for folks to go and spend those benefits. So SFC started working with local farmers and with neighborhoods to, uh, to create that access, uh, to allow farmers to sell their products to folks in the communities where there was very limited access to fresh, healthy food. Uh, now, fast forward from about 1995 or so up to just 12 years ago when the Austin Farmers Market was founded. SFC started that market downtown with the same premise that there were farmers in the area who wanted a direct sales outlet. There were customers in the area who recognized the, the importance of supporting local farmers and buying local food. Uh, and so we started the uh, what we now refer to as the SFC Farmers Market downtown 12 years ago. Uh, and then interest just kept growing and growing. Uh, there were uh, there were folks at local hospitals that were interested in buying from local farmers. Uh, the University of Texas here in Austin uh, was committed early on to supporting local farmers. So we saw our role as not just creating that farmer to individual consumer connection, but also facilitating the connection between farmers and other uh, and other customers, including institutional buyers. Uh, we uh, we added other programs to that over the years, including our really popular Farm to Work program. It's a worksite wellness program, and then Farm to School also, which has really gained uh, gained in momentum. The different programs that we were talking about. Um, how did how did that work in terms of creating these links between? your organization and, for example, University of Texas or uh, hospitals or any other uh, sort of community group? Yeah, so uh, we know that local food definitely is good for you. And we're starting to see interest from all sorts of other uh, individuals and institutions because of their commitment to reinvesting in their local community financially or their commitment to the environmental standards represented by local farming uh, or their commitment to, uh, to preserving culture or just because they want the freshest, healthiest, most flavorful food around. Uh, and, uh, and with Sustainable Food Center's uh, reputation in the community is one that, that helps connect interests around local food. Uh, we, uh, we started forming some of these other relationships as interest arose. The, the story about Farm to Cafeteria, which is our work uh, pairing farmers with institutional food buyers like University of Texas and hospitals, uh, really started with one farmer in our area who had a truckload of carrots that was supposed to be sold to, uh, to a grocery retail chain. Uh, the grocery retail chain uh, uh, ended up buying carrots somewhere else. So the farmer had this truckload of carrots. And at the time, on our board of directors was the food service director for Seton Hospitals. Uh, and the food service director heard, oh, a load of carrots from local farmers? Sure, I'll help them out and I'll buy those carrots. Uh, it turned out that after buying a few boxes, he really liked them, wanted more and more, and wanted not just carrots, but other products from the local farms too. So our role evolved fairly naturally there, where uh, we had the relationship with the farmers, we had the relationship with the buyers, we also had the administrative infrastructure to manage the, uh, the distribution of an inventory list, 
to gather orders from these partners, to notify the farmer about the, the orders, and to help uh, coordinate the deliveries. So that's how our role evolved, is, is really naturally into uh, filling the gap that existed between the buyer and the, and the seller, the producer and the consumer. Organic process. Organic, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to use that term a lot, aren't we? <laughs> so um, as an average person listening to you, uh, I might say, well, you know, I can go to my local grocery and get fresh fruits and vegetables there. So why would I, why would I bother to go to a farmer's market? Yeah, and, you know, we, we don't discourage people from buying fresh, healthy food wherever they can get it. Uh, but we do encourage folks to really think about all the implications of their food choices throughout the whole food system. Uh, obviously, we want folks eating healthy, fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, but we would encourage folks to think about where the money goes when you spend it. Does it stay within your local community? Does it, uh, does it help create local, uh, local jobs? Uh, does that food purchase uh, support environmental aspects uh, or environmental causes like healthy local sustainable farms. So, uh, so we definitely encourage folks to think about where their money goes in the food system. Uh, we also encourage folks to consider other values like uh, flavor and freshness. When you're buying food from a local farmer, uh, you know that that food was, was picked and brought to market within a day or just a couple of days. Uh, so you know you're getting fresh, uh, really flavorful food that was picked at the peak of ripeness. Uh, we also ask folks to consider um, their cultural traditions. I think it's important to think about uh, the types of food that you and your family like, that families find appealing and that they can relate to. And look for the sources of food that can, or look for the sources that provide that culturally relevant food. And who better to do that than your neighbors, than farmers in your very own community? Uh, so yeah, certainly there are multiple options for people to buy their food, but we uh, we ask folks to think about the whole food system and where their money goes, and their support for local culture and and heritage, uh, and the environmental impact of their choices as well. Yeah, can we talk a little more about the environmental impact in terms of transportation of foods from long distances and the difference between that and what you might find at a farmer's market? Yeah, definitely. There's uh, There are uh, terms out there that we use uh, to compare different food sources, like uh, the term food miles, that describes how far food has traveled from its point of production to its uh, to its point of sale. Uh, we know that uh, it takes more gas to drive 1,000 miles than it does to drive 100 or 10. Uh, the jury's still out now on whether or not shipping large amounts of food on big, uh, on big vehicles is less efficient than small amounts of food on small vehicles. So, you know, we don't have firm numbers on that. Mm -hmm. But what we do have figures on is... Uh, the, the common production practices of local family farmers uh, who are employing predominantly sustainable practices, who are using uh, a lot of organic methods, and several of whom are certified organic under the USDA standards. So we, we do know about that environmental impact where growing methods really matter and use of synthetic chemicals, fertilizers, pesticides, that sort of thing can have a huge impact on our land and our air and our water. 
uh, but compare that to the sustainable methods that our local farmers are using. Uh, and oftentimes that's based on customer preference. Uh, we have to consider too some of the other environmental impacts like packaging. Uh, our local farmers who are uh, harvesting and bringing their product to farmers markets to sell directly are not investing in the you know in uh, boxes that then just get thrown away and that sort of thing. They're using reusable packages and uh, and being a little more environmentally sensitive in that manner too. You're listening to Mothering Earth, and it's time for a break. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan, and I'm here with Andrew Smiley of the Farm Direct program, which is part of Sustainable Food Center's mission of connecting people to fresh, healthy, local food. We were talking about the many benefits to our health, to the environment, and to our local economy that flow from farmers' markets. I've been wondering, how does a person who wants to start growing produce to sell at a farmer's market, how does he or she get started? The best way for a farmer to get started is to think about the biggest barriers up front, and those are going to be land and equipment. Uh, also addressing the, the knowledge gap. Uh, there's a lot of information from major institutions for large-scale commodity producers, uh, but a smaller, uh, you know, maybe less accessible uh, amount of information for, uh, for local farmers and, or small-scale uh, sustainable farmers. Um, a good way to get started is uh, to connect with Texas Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association, TOFCA, uh, also to connect with the Southern Sustainable Agriculture Working Group, Southern SOG. Those are a couple of great sources for, uh, for technical assistance uh, for small uh, starting farmers. There, uh, there's also the Texas Young Farmers Coalition. Uh, they, uh, they offer some support and kind of a social network to help support young farmers getting started. Uh, in terms of deciding what to grow, that's definitely a process that starts with uh, you know, finding out maybe what sells really well in your area. Uh, think about what there may be, uh, you know, what may not be abundantly available in your area, but people would still like to, to access. And, uh, and think about, too, most importantly, what grows well on your, in your soil? Uh, you know, what will do well in your soil? Obviously, we're not, uh, you know, we're not planting banana trees and avocados here in central Texas, um, but, uh, but we can do really well with other things. So, uh, so yeah, grow for your area and grow for your, your soil and, and grow for your market. We know that uh, customers don't just buy their food at one location. Uh, so we want to introduce local farmers to as many different sales outlets to increase as much as possible their, their reach in the local marketplace. And, uh, and we know, too, that farmers have different styles and different marketing goals or sales goals. So we want to have as many different options uh, to help the farmers meet their, uh, meet their goals. So if I was a local farmer or somebody who wanted to uh, be a vendor at a farm direct uh, market, what would I have to do? Well, just call us up and we'll, uh, and we'll run through the list of programs with folks. Uh, we found that for a lot of new and beginning farmers, the farmers markets are really the place to start. Uh, farmers markets allow for uh, allow for a little bit of uh, variation in in production volume. So maybe for a farmer that's just getting started, 
that just getting a feel for their production cycles and the seasons and all. Uh, the farmer's markets are a little more forgiving, I'd say. Um, but, uh, but we would also uh, love to connect folks with institutional outlets if they're producing on a slightly larger scale uh, to, the, to the level of needing those wholesale outlets. Um, we also have a program called Farm to Work that helps connect farmers that are growing a big variety of stuff with customers that don't traditionally shop at farmers markets. And those are folks who we connect with through their work sites like state office buildings or, uh, or private offices. So the, the first step in connect, in, uh, for farmers to connect with our Farm Direct programming is really just to give us a call. We've got some information on our website, sustainablefoodcenter.org, but uh, you know, this is really about building relationships between producers and, uh, and consumers. So having that conversation about uh, producers' sales goals and where they are in their production uh, is, is for us a better place. We found that for a lot of new and beginning farmers, the farmer's markets are really the place to start. Farmer's markets allow for uh, variation in production volume. So maybe for a farmer that's just getting started, that's just getting a feel for their production cycles and the seasons and all, the farmer's markets are a little more forgiving. But, uh, but we would also uh, love to connect folks with institutional outlets if they're producing on a slightly larger scale to the, to the level of needing those wholesale outlets. We also have a program called Farm to Work that helps connect farmers that are growing a big variety of stuff with customers that don't traditionally shop at farmers markets. Uh, can you give us a, sort of a general profile of the farmers you might meet at a farm? Is there one? Is it old families that have been farming for many, many years? Is it new pe you know, people who are just getting into it? You know, we work with farmers that just run the gamut from uh, fifth generation family farmers who are still farming the same land that their ancestors did here in Texas, right down to, to brand new uh, first generation second career farmers who are making a go of it uh, following their uh, following leaving their other professional pursuits. Uh, we have a lot of full-time family farmers who uh, who, Farming is their primary source of income, so they are full-time professional farmers. Uh, we work with a few farmers who are part-time professional farmers who may also have uh, supplemental income from another, uh, you know, from some other uh, business or employment. Uh, we've got big farmers, uh, folks who are doing orchards and uh, raising cattle on a larger scale, right down to smaller farmers who are uh, raising, you know, a quarter acre of vegetables at a time. We visited a market Saturday, and they had soaps and jams and what else? I don't know, hemp products and creams and mm -hmm. yeah, it was really uh, interesting. Uh, it it went beyond just the you know the fruits and vegetables. It's not just farmers and ranchers who were able to take advantage of that direct sales outlet. It's other other producers in the food system as well, folks that are making what we call value-added products, uh, taking strawberries and making strawberry jelly, or um, uh, you know, taking other ingredients and making baked goods or ready-to-eat foods. So at, uh, at a lot of the markets, you'll see uh, items that you can eat right there on site, breakfast or brunch or lunch, uh, and other things too that you can take home like uh, breads and other baked goods, sauces and jams and jellies. If I had never been to a farmer's market, are there any tips you have for a sort of a novice <laughs> farmer's market person? 
Yeah, you know, a farmer's market from the from the customer's point of view is usually just it's a lot of fun. So certainly be prepared to go and find the best and the freshest fruits and vegetables you can find there, but also be prepared to have some fun. Uh, pack up the whole family and uh, and bring you know bring the kids, bring everybody. Um, and uh, and so that's I think the the first and foremost is be prepared to have fun. Uh, I think uh, too, it's important to to make a sweep of the farmers market. Walk around the market and get a view of what all is offered there before you make any purchase, except maybe coffee. Uh, but uh, but once you've gotten your coffee, then definitely take the time to walk through the market and just check out all the variety of stuff there. Uh, and then you might make a mental list or even write down your list of what you want to uh, of what you want to buy and go back through. Uh, and, uh, and take your time doing that as well and talk with the farmers and talk with the other food producers. Um, the, uh, that is one advantage that we have by shopping with local farmers is we get to know the families that feed our families. We get to know the people that grow our food and find out how it's grown, why certain varieties are chosen over others. Uh, even ask the farmers what their favorite uh, recipes for certain types of produce are. A um, couple other tips. It's always good to bring your own shopping bags. Uh, of course, we're getting more and more used to doing that here anyway. Uh, but bring your own bags. And it's a good idea to bring cash. While a lot of markets uh, will have an ATM on site, uh, it's still a good idea to, uh, to bring cash. That's what most of the farmers prefer. How does the Sustainable Food Center sustain itself? <laughs> <laughs> so Sustainable Food Center is a nonprofit organization, and we work with a lot of funding partners locally and nationwide. Uh, we, uh, we get support from several foundations, including the St. David's Foundation and Michael and Susan Dell Foundation. Uh, we do have some small uh, contracts with the city of Austin and with Travis County to provide free gardening resources, but also to, uh, to expand on our Double Dollars program here in the Austin area. Uh, and then beyond that, we, uh, we work with, uh, with other funders, with family foundations, individuals, uh, with, uh, uh, with, other, uh, with other groups. And actually, we uh, generate a lot of our own revenue as well. Uh, so, for example, the fees that farmers pay to participate in the farmer's market go to offset the, all the costs affiliated with running the markets. Uh, we offer free cooking classes and free gardening classes, but we also offer some of those classes for a small fee that helps offset the free stuff. I'll mention one thing uh, or a couple of things that I think set SFC's farmers markets apart. Uh, something that's, that's uh, really unique to Sustainable Food Center's farmers markets and that we hold to. Uh, one of those things is that we are producer only, and the other is that we provide that food access. Uh, the producer-only rule of SFC's farmers markets means that farmers can only sell what they grow. So customers who come down to SFC's farmers markets and buy from farmers there know that they're buying directly from the people who grew that food. And that's, uh, that's uh, just a, the golden rule of SFC's farmers markets. Uh, Second to that, too, is that all of our markets include our food access initiatives. And so at SFC's farmers markets, we accept SNAP benefits and WIC benefits 
uh, SNAP being the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, formerly known as food stamps, uh, and then the Women and Infant Children uh, Nutrition Program. So we accept SNAP benefits and WIC benefits and Farmers Market Nutrition Program benefits uh, so that folks who, uh, whose families rely on those can still access the best and the freshest and the healthiest food from our family farmers. Uh, we also acknowledge that uh, it can sometimes be a little more expensive uh, to buy fresh fruits and vegetables directly from a farmer as compared to, say, processed food in a grocery store. In order to help overcome that, uh, that financial gap, Sustainable Food Center also doubles the value of all SNAP and WIC benefits that are spent at the market. So when you come to the market with SNAP benefits and you want to spend $10 to help feed your family good, fresh, healthy food, we'll give you another $10 that you can spend uh, on fruits and vegetables at the farmer's market. Uh, I'll say, too, that all of our markets have educational programming attached to it, like composting classes or cooking demonstrations. Uh, nutrition demonstrations. Uh, and I mentioned up front that markets are fun. And that's something that, that we definitely hold ourselves to is that we keep our markets fun and enjoyable and exciting with events and music and kids activities. Visit the SFC's website at sustainablefoodcenter.org to learn more and to find the location of their farmers markets. Then pack up the family and head out to the closest location. You know, I'd love to hear from you, so please send any comments or suggestions for future shows to me at gardentoad at vcs.com. That's gardentoad, one word, at vcyes.com. Until next time, this is Salwa Khan signing off for Mothering Earth.